All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Dysfunctional Fitness Podcast. You're joined today by myself, Matthew Hosking, and my good friend and co-host, Ben Bodycum. Uh, yeah, we're back. It is post-2023 CrossFit Games. Um, it's about a week and a half since it's all concluded. Um, I love drama. I feel like that's quite a dramatic games. Um, maybe the last day uh, fizzled out a bit, maybe because of the race, but just other storylines that happened. But yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of interesting things happened over the weekend. Um, we'll get into it all. Um, but yeah, so I think today I think the it plan was, is it was quite an emotion. It was quite an emotional games as well. It was. It? it was far. It was far too emotional for me. Far too emotional. Too many tears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I did ask for Madeiros tears in our uh, preview, but I didn't. I didn't actually think we'd get some. Uh, so that was interesting <laughs> on the first day as well. People were literally weeping. People were weeping at his um, like his post workout interview after the handstand walk one. I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? Um, but yeah, so I don't know what else to say to be honest. And it, and it got more emotional from there. I didn't really, I didn't think that was going to be like level one and it was going to get just ramped up. Um, but yeah, nah, still still a really good good event. Um, but yeah, and today we're going to just recap some of our. Um, like predictions we made and see how far off we were which i think <laughs> on the first glance i think we were a bit and then um yeah just go through um, some of the storylines look at some of the programming and then yeah, obviously highlight some of the uh, uk and european people on the back end but that is pretty much it for the day all right we'll get into it ben you've been a uh, crafting a lovely spreadsheet so why don't you hit us with with the facts of how uh, far off we were with our predictions uh so just run through who we both had in the top three for each division uh and then we'll sort of call out like the most egregious differences uh, from there on <laughs> um so i had i had a full european podium uh which did not transpire Mm-mm. Um, I had Laura Horvath, Annie Thora's daughter, and Gabby Magala. Um, you had two Europeans and an American woman, and uh, ironically, neither of us had the American woman who did end up on the podium. Mm. Um, which I, I I will address it in in a moment. Um, <laughs> Annie Annie Thora's daughter, you had Annie in in first, Laura in second, and Danielle in third. Um, so we were both like a little bit out on there. I think we both had Annie placing that high. Um, she actually landed 13th overall. Um, I, 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 did you get some interesting vibes from Annie? Like, I, I think I got a lot of happy to be there kind of vibes, happy to be healthy. Kind of yeah, vibes. That's, that's the only thing I saw in like the behind the scenes uh, videos. Yeah. Actually, just I can't remember who it was. Someone asked her, like, this is the fittest you've been. And she's like, yeah, in some ways. And then she yeah just gave me as you said more happy to be here vibes and actually um you know fighting for a top spot but uh mm. yeah i don't know maybe this is just the you know back end of a career so maybe this is just the state you'll be in now for the next few years just ride it out just if you can still qualify and you just love mm. you know competing and just going to the games and fair enough just keep doing that but yeah maybe shift in mindset maybe not that fussed about fighting for podium anymore who knows but yeah i was quite surprised she finished that though but Especially with the events, like we'll get into it. Some of the events I think would suit her quite well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about her in more detail later. Obviously, the, the glaring omission from both of our top tens was, was Ariel Lowen. Mm. Um, I may have said some things I regret about Ariel Lowen <laughs> in the past. 
Um, I'm, I'm happy to admit when I'm wrong. Um, the more I've been exposed to her, the more I've seen her give interviews, I would like to downgrade my feelings of hatred. And, you know, I quite like her. She's, you know, she's she's a good person. She seems happy. She see, she's constantly hyping other people up, which is great. Um, I, I, I th- and having done some deep psychoanalysis of myself, which um, doesn't doesn't come easily, let's be honest. Uh, I've I've come to the realization that it was it was just pure jealousy. I mean, she <laughs> said herself when she rocked it to the Granite Games and beat Mal, um, taking that first first place spot. She just wanted to turn up for a name placard, and I was like, well. That's great for you, isn't it? You can turn up, you can just rock, do quarterfinals, just you know, do your class at the gym, uh, which is, is what she said. She just did the class programming at her gym, and then just smash it out of the park and rock up at semifinals, and then make it to the games, and now gets third at the games, like like ridiculously consistent over the weekend. You know, I she didn't have a lower placing than seventeenth. And that was in ski bag, which you know, as a smaller athlete, you kind of don't expect her to uh, to place that highly on there. But yeah, ridiculously consistent throughout. No event wins, which I, I think she said in an interview afterwards that she was a little bit concerned by. But uh, yeah, really interesting platform for, for her to set on. I don't know whether she's just sort of capitalized on the fact that there was a lot of toing and froing on the women's side, um, leaderboard wise. But um, yeah, I, I think she's solidified her position uh and, and i'm expecting her to constantly she's already I, I know like people call her the female scott panchik but i think she's already <laughs> surpassed um scott panchik by actually podiuming at the games uh which is all credit to her yeah no as you said it like really consistent she had a, a second a fourth and i think three thirds and like just for some other yeah, so it's pretty pretty solid. Yeah, uh, I think I had her in twelfth in my back end of my list, uh, but yeah, did not see her finishing that high. And also, not just finishing third, but finishing third by like ninety, well, you know, ninety plus points basically. Mm. So that's pretty crazy as well. Um, but yeah, uh, right, go on then. Who else did we uh, the get so other, wrong? The other big difference is my biggest one. I'd Emma McQuaid in ninth. I mean, mm. technically, it was a medical withdrawal. So, had she been healthy, who knows? <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, obviously disappointing to to see her pull out. Um, uh, you had two differences that were greater than ten here mm. uh, on top of Fanny Thor's daughter, and that was Amanda Barnhart. Uh, you had an eighth, and she actually landed. What were we saying? Twenty. Uh, 24th yeah yeah uh and you also had ellie turner in your top 10 mm. tough which tough we all know how that went yeah yeah well yeah. it would have been nice if amanda barner had told me that she had adopted a kid like five weeks before the game so i've been quite helpful <laughs> for the predictions and then uh yeah ellie turner i mean well same as emma quay she was injured i can't i can't help anything about that <laughs> um again another part of the tears storyline never seen someone literally crying while doing a workout the whole time uh, i think she cried three separate <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't watched your workout enough have you <laughs> yeah i think she cried three separate occasions one on the um handstand walk the inverted medley she was crying yeah. loads trying to trying to after failing every freestanding handstand push-up again and again 
And then she got, I think, a bit like not too teary, but like during the um, uh, like ski bag one, you could tell uh, like she did like all right, but she you could tell she didn't like <laughs> she didn't want to be doing it basically. And then um, obviously the Helena one that everyone saw because she just couldn't run because her back was absolutely broken. And then she literally was wobbling along, and then literally I think she started crying like doing bar muscle ups. So I <laughs> just yeah, bless her. But yeah, not not the best uh, games for that whole uh, Turner Medeiros camp, really. Um, but we can get into that later. Uh, but yeah, tough scene. Oh, well, you win, so, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And uh, just just to call out, I did have her as part of uh, the unexpected first cut. I had both her yeah, and Cole yeah. Sega going out. So I would like to say I called call that one fairly accurate. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. So uh, we'll, we'll do this on total points differential. So total placing differential. Uh, so mine was 55 uh, with 27 of those placings coming from Emma McQuaid. And yours was 64. <laughs> oh, that's not um, too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. So, so how so long nine was, placing but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think on the whole, like we, we got the top 10 like fairly even. Um, mm. I, I think you had a lot of uh, a lot of athletes sort of jump up throughout the throughout the weekend and as as sort of sunday came around um you had some athletes knocking out of the park uh, and we'll touch on gabby magawa uh, a little bit later on the men's side uh, <laughs> uh my top three <laughs> was patty v patty velner uh jeffrey adler and jason hopper <laughs> Oh dear! Let's talk about the elephant in the room. What the hell happened, to Jason Hopper? Yeah, I have no idea what happened to him at all. I mean, what can you even say? Like, no one knows what happened to him. No one. Um, yeah, I was, I was just shocked. He even looked like he didn't even look like there was a difference between like looking at Medeiros in the events he did badly. He looked like he was unwell or unfit, but like Hopper was just slow. He was just slow compared to everyone else. I didn't really know what was going on. But he didn't seem like he was um, not up for it. Uh, yeah, he just, I don't know, just struggled. I don't, I don't even know what to say. He just, I was shocked, absolutely shocked. I mean, he didn't start well, did he, on the no. bike? He didn't do great. Um, so maybe that hit his confidence a bit. But like last year, he had an awful start. He was like 30th or something after day one as well. And then started racking up points. And obviously ended up finishing seventh. Whereas this time he just couldn't bounce back on the on the second day. I think that's basically what was the difference between last year and this year is like he had pretty much a similar start to day one and then day two last year he just seemed to um, have a few better finishes and this year he just did not. Um, I'm trying to find what happened to him on the like the Alpaca event. He um, came was that for Alpaca Redux last year or this year? Uh, This year, this year. This year he came 19th. Yeah. So I think back in last year, he came at least top 10. Um, obviously, that didn't have the legless rope climbs in. So things like that. Oh, so he came sick last year. Yeah. So there you go. So that's like just one instance of, you know, a bounce back workout that he could have had, you know, a 6th to a 19th is a big difference. And he only missed out on the cut by, what, like two points or something. So like for example if that happens he's in the cut he then has a lifting event he maybe does well in the lifting event and then he may he may he might even squeak his way all the way to sunday so yeah it was just interesting how 
just didn't have an event uh, that he bounced back. And then he did awful in Helena. Like, you would not expect him to come. I know he's a bigger guy, but how bad did he do in Helena? He came like, um, yeah, third, is that right? 37th? Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's awful. That's, that, is, that is so bad for like his level of athlete, like 37th. That's basically, I don't know if anyone had dropped out yet, but that's basically almost dead last in like a pretty like and a running it's a running and bar muscle up workout i know he's a bit tall so the dumbbell cycling isn't gonna be as fast as others but there's no reason that he should be finishing that low in that side event like it just didn't really no. make sense um and and i think so his first three events this year was 33rd 11th in um the pig pig tripper yeah, yeah. and then 38th in inverted medley mm, yeah and he, he i don't know do whether it's <laughs> yeah yeah when you a... yeah when you get out there and you have all these expectations on you know top five podium those those types of expectations like and you're suddenly 38 like how do you mentally recover from that like you can't put that aside and just think okay next event you know, we're not all Pat Vellner. We don't all have like this incredible mental resilience that we can just sort of lean on. Um, I, sort of, I, I won't repeat what I, I was. It someone on Reddit, I think, said it, or some some comment somewhere where someone was just like, "Yeah, Jason Hopper's a consistent failure. Like he's he's turned up and he's failed at everything he's done. He went to Clemson and like and just quit after the first year." He went to cross a crash, quit after the first year. Like he's he's got no mental resilience or mental toughness. But it's like I'm not saying I agree with those points. And I think it's a pretty horrendous thing to like go around and, and say things like that. But you but you do have to look at like uh, within CrossFit, your ability to mentally reset between events is incredibly important, and your ability to to separate each of those and approach it as neutrally as possible is incredibly important and i don't think he was able to uh it doesn't look like he was able to sort of deliver on that i mean at helena i don't did you see the camera pan to him as he was doing the dumbbell snatches well i just watched it live he just, he just looked, looked like he was just oh, giving yes. up <laughs> he just His, looked like he just he just didn't look there his yeah. like he was just completely like he was he, it looked like he'd gone as hard as he could yeah that was it and that's all it mm. was I think there's also a mix of, yeah, like you've gone as hard as you could, but you've also realized I'm like dead last in this heat, probably going to be yeah. near back end of the event. And you just, oh, you just like feel yeah. awful. So, yeah, not ideal. It's, uh, yeah, interesting times. A lot of rumors he might be leaving HWPO, which would be <laughs> quite dramatic. I don't know if he will. Like, he's, um, like, people like, he's removed it from his Instagram bio. He's removed he has, it from he his Instagram bio. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, he's gone home and he's gone back to crash. But it's like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll be big drama, but who knows? I mean, it doesn't it? make people can't say um, that like heart pays off has made him worse because literally he finished seventh last year, and this year he was looking very good going into the games. I like, came like what second overall in the cross like semi-finals leaderboard. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. So it's not like he got worse. He just did really badly at the games, but he did the same it's thing cool. two years like two years ago when after all the expectation was on him. Saying that this was his worst finish, I think he came like what um, 19th, 19th of the games. Yeah. 
after being pipped to win. <laughs> so maybe it's maybe it's our fault. We should take the blame. We put way too much <laughs> pressure on him and, and dig him up too much. Maybe he is just like a really average middle of the pack crossfitter and we hype him up way too much. Maybe it's our maybe it's our fault. Maybe we maybe or maybe if there's a lot of vertical pressing at the games next year, he'll do all right. Maybe. Maybe seventh is like his career high. Imagine that. The rest of his career, imagine seventh place last year was actually going to be his best finish ever. What happens if he just keeps chopping up like 15s to 25ths? And it's, and it's just like a bad year for him, but that's like actually just not even that much of an outlier. It's a hard thing to think about, but maybe, maybe we've just overrated him way too much. <laughs> so now I'll still probably put him top five next year, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to, cut to this week next year we're having exactly the same conversation just like oh we put him in yeah. third uh, <laughs> uh yeah and that's on us really like we should we shouldn't yeah. have put that pressure on him because it, it's odd because again like the height thing shouldn't be an excuse because Vakowski's tall and Vakowski does well Hopper I feel like has better output in some areas than Vakowski does um but yeah I know just very odd very odd don't really know what happened I, th- I think, like, hopefully when we talk about it a little bit later in terms of, like, the programming side of things, uh, like, I, th- I think that'll lean into some differences that we might have seen. But anyway, um, your top three was Patty V in first, Medeiros in second, and Adler in third. Um, I had Adler second. He obviously ended up on top. Um <laughs> <laughs> ironically we, we both had Krennikov in fifth which mm. you know if if Fikowski, uh and Pepper could have uh, actually no Pepper did everything he could in that final event if Fikowski had you know learned how to break up an overhead lunge um, more appropriately he did break it up he actually did he broke it up yeah. halfway deliberately and he still like failed the last few steps <laughs> yeah he then broke it up again twice like after yeah. that so that was that was the issue right <laughs> and he was and he was third getting to the getting to the overhead lunge that was the problem mm. um but anyway uh so yeah the the biggest sort of gaps aside from that uh were on both of our sides um because we were actually fairly consistent with with the men as well like hopper was obviously our biggest gap uh second to that uh my biggest gaps were Medeiros, who obviously i had in fourth he finished 13th and sam quant who uh i had in uh sixth and actually finished a little bit lower than that in uh 15th Mm. but he had heat stroke on the first day i did hear this yeah so you know like as a as as my pasty white brethren i meet me and me and sam are are on the same page of you know you get heat stroke you, you're just done <clears throat> there's not a huge amount more you can do about it uh let's do the justin talk yeah well, where do you well, want to start uh well we'll start with obviously he's made a video for those who watched it he's talked about it a bit but before that came out obviously just watching it i was like uh when i saw the bike scores come in obviously it was a bit of a well shock that he didn't do great but i mean it is a bike so sometimes just uh random things happen you know crashes and whatnot so obviously it was people found that he'd been in a crash well multiple crashes by the sounds of it um and then he had like big like a handlebar mars on his chest then he came out for the pig event and he just 
I, I, I know I watched the stream back, so they did touch on it a bit, but he just looked awful. He looked like he was ill. Obviously, now coming out, he might have been concussed a bit, but he just looked like he just didn't want to, like, he just looked sick. That's what I felt like when I was watching it. Like, just every after each pig flip, like a max effort deadlift, like, it was taking a knee so often. When he, like, moved, like, did the reps, he looked fine. But the breaks between every set of whatever he was doing was, like, 10 times longer than everyone else. He was, like, a station behind everyone, which was just crazy. Like, when was the last time you saw Fraser, like, a whole station of movements behind the whole field? Like, never. Um, Legless. I, I knew, I literally knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about prime Fraser, not college student Fraser eating ice cream every night and yeah but prime curling, prime for prime, prime, a pig prime. down the field <laughs> and and we will we will save this conversation for an uh an off-season podcast but prime fraser would eat prime maderos for breakfast yeah he would. Um, prime fraser would eat oh we'll get into we'll do a whole episode but prime fraser is still the best crossfitter that's ever been yeah. even though tier's got yeah. more titles prime fraser is still the the best but that's a conversation for another day <laughs> Um, but yeah, Madeira's yeah, like, I don't know, just look ill. And then I don't know how you thought, like, watching it from your end. He just didn't look okay. Like, it, but basically, the sort of view that I had throughout the whole weekend is that anything that required him to, like, breathe too too heavily, like, was just, well, like, was just too much. So I kind of assumed that he damaged a rib or had, like, some sort of bruising on his lung from, from this, like, the concussion... Now that we look back on it, also makes sense a little bit, and you kind of have to ask the questions of like, I don't want to get into a whole concussion protocol thing, but like obviously, like coming from a rugby background, it's something I'm quite familiar with. Like you should be checking people for concussion if they land on their face or coming off a bike. Probably an idea. Mm. Um, shout out to Lazar for you know, opening up the podium for the other guys. Uh, it's much appreciated. <laughs> great, great work. Um, well, it's funny. So, like, Lazar was uh, blaming Medeiros, but there's a lot of talk that's like, uh, I think it's like Mertens was saying. It's interesting how all these bike crashes involve Lazar. <laughs> Basically, there's other people who got in accidents and only Lazar was the, the one constant in all of them. It's like, Lazar might need to take a look at himself. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, well, I think part of the reason about that whole concussion thing and doing checks the games have shown especially at semis which is very odd so basically at semis they show they're very strict about if you look injured and you're not performing yeah. the work you're getting booted so like yeah. shout out alexander Corone doing his well attempting his muscle-ups but got kicked out so this at the games it's very interesting so you had obviously justin marv being concussed or carrying some injury but he's not going to say it in case he gets kicked out then obviously later on the weekend with roman and his broken foot I'm sorry, but at semis, you're getting kicked out. <laughs> so they just change the rules at the games, but that's just CrossFit for you. They just don't have a set of rules. They just make it up as they go along. But that's a different story for a different day as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, and then then he had, like, Medeiros had, like, a good run, like, on, um, obviously, he came second on the uh, inverted medley, uh, came seventh on Alpaca, uh, came third on ski bag. You're like, oh, he's actually making a charge. Like, you never know. He could do. Like, I think the podium automatically was almost out of reach. Just the way Roman had started, and the way he had started mm. the competition. It's like oh. that's why I think the whole Thursday night post workout tears because he like really accepted. I think he's just not going to win this year already. But maybe like a podium was still on the cards. 
So on that run of like second, seventh, third, you're like, oh, he actually might do it. And then he took a 30th again in Helena, which similar to Hopper, there's no reason he shouldn't be taking like a top 10. Like that's like something you and look at Madeira. Like... like that's just running and bar muscle ups and he's very good at that stuff. So I don't know, it's really random. Um, and yeah, and then, yeah, and then after think... that, he just took very middle, middle of the pack finishes that, I yeah. mean, he was about, Obviously, he never wins events, but usually he's coming top fives and a lot of things. Whereas this was like just a little step back of that and just taking lots of, you know, mid teens to tens, which is just not quite like him, but still very consistent. So maybe there just was something wrong with him throughout the uh, the week. But yeah. And then he had a really good Sunday. Yeah, Sixth, he did. Ninth, third. Yeah. So yeah, just a weird, weird batch of. I mean, and those who have watched the video they put out was basically saying he was a bit injured um leading into everyone's the game everyone's injured man is everyone's injured, injured. Um, like, I, I i don't think you can lean on that as a as an excuse like everyone's carrying yeah. a knock everyone's carrying yeah, something yeah. you know nobody's able to trick if if his last two years have just been oh well i was able to train pain-free with no limitations with no issues and this is the first year that he's had to, you know, do something. He's he's faced a little bit of adversity, and this is mm. what the outcome is. Then it's it's similar to uh, I think what I what I said post semifinals, where if he's such an execution athlete and something goes wrong and he doesn't execute perfectly and it goes poorly and he just doesn't have the ability to sort of recover from that and has to blame other people, then that doesn't it doesn't hold well for his ability to uh, to perform you know mm. like you have to be able to exactly as what we said with hopper like you have to be able to take the poor events and turn them into po something positive yeah no it's weird i think maybe because he touched on the video how he was um arguably in the best shape he's ever been in around quarters time because he obviously won quarters mm. and won two of the workouts which as he said like that just never happens especially on a global field you know, like he doesn't win events he just does very consistent to win two of the five quarterfinals tests and win worldwide is like right he's like um like feeling the best i've ever been so maybe that played maybe that affected him mentally when he did get maybe a bit injured leading into the game to the arm no like, i was feeling so good this year but then obviously semis mm. went badly as well like obviously came sixth or fifth whatever but mm -hmm. so i know just a lot of odd things going on who knows what happened um but yeah just very very surprising I thought I think a yeah, lot of people thought he would just bounce back from, um, like the disappointment at semis. But I don't know. Maybe maybe he yeah. I don't know. Maybe his injury is quite bad. But as you said, people always carrying like niggles. I mean, Fraser supposedly won the games with no knee on the most squat heavy games there ever was. So I mean, <laughs> take that for what you want. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, very, very surprising. Right, so, who else? Yeah, uh, in terms of... Uh, let me get back to it. Well, obviously, so we, terms... slept on, we should say we slept on Roman. Like We both gave him fifth, and realistically, that's I'm never going to make that mistake again. After watching this games, I'm like, he's actually built for the games. It doesn't matter what he does in any competition, because in the games, especially like this year's programming, it's just a lot of moving, you know, heavy weights over distances and just like a bit of machine. Like, he's just, that's what he's built for. And he's, yeah. And he's actually freaking good. His muscle, his muscle ups, his muscle ups have gotten so much better. Mm. But I think we also—I didn't think it was. I, I didn't think that a bit as well. We we're going to see, but 
Yeah, clearly but they did say it rogue. Pull it out and obviously, yeah. you go. Oh, it's gone. Um, hello, are oh, you there? Oh, I think we're Your back. thing was there. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just saying the muscle up out that he wasn't able to solidify it because it should have been a turning point for him where he proved all the doubt was wrong uh, and unfortunately he wasn't able to that was the workout where he got injured um, which is mm. quite a sad state of affairs for him yeah it was but, but I was going to say like I know people are saying must ups are bad but also what we basing that off like just off like rogue because rogue that came out that he just literally just was completely fried before even going into the workout like he felt under field and all this uh stuff they were saying mm -hmm. so that play probably played rather than just his muscle ups being bad because it had the, a lot of running in it and obviously the goblet squats so maybe they just overplayed how bad his muscle ups were um but yeah but yeah never gonna doubt him again honestly yeah, he was so impressive. It was and just and just the gymnastic skills. Like it was just an animal on his hands on the inverted medley, and he just he, like yeah. in person, he's just a very big, big man. Like he's just you wouldn't like look at him and be like, yeah, you're pretty, like you're strong, but you wouldn't look at him like you're like an athletic guy. But um, mm. yeah, beast. So don't really much. Yeah, and a broken foot. Obviously, you can't say he would have won, but it would have the last two events would have been the most exciting finish on the men's side, um, pretty much. Um, so yeah, it was a shame he got robbed of that, but it happens. Yeah, I did sort of feel like the uh, it just, it just felt quite let down after the first mm. um, after that event because I was like, I was really excited for a big race. Like, obviously, Emma Lawson then threw it away in the um, in that penultimate workout, so yeah, it was obviously quite frustrating. But in terms of where we landed. Uh, on our total uh, points differential, um, I had sixty-two total. Uh, you had fifty-seven total for the men, Ooh. so you beat me on the men. But what this does, in fact, mean is that uh, when we combine the men and the women, I'm able to reign victorious with one hundred and seventeen <laughs> uh, points difference, and you were one hundred twenty-first. Pretty close though. Great success. Great success. <laughs> Gosh, that's the first that's the first win in a while for you. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's probably been about five years since I've won <laughs> anything. So <laughs> Oh dear. But yeah, we um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, considering all my other predictions this year have gone to absolute mm. dog. Um yeah. like all the fantasy games I was playing this year, I was absolutely <laughs> horrendous at. Honestly, it makes, you, it makes your fourth place last year more and more impressive the more you keep like <laughs> finishing in the thousands. I'm like, how did you actually do that? <laughs> You've probably played when there's only like 10 people playing. That's my that's my theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had seven like eight eight burner accounts plus my own. <laughs> that was oh, mental. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, very yeah. I mean, some obviously names that you wouldn't like not too surprising to see finish up there, and then some just did surprisingly well, like Jay Crouch. Like, great finish by him. Um, yeah, that was huge. I really yeah. wasn't expecting that. Um, yeah, really good. And not too... Yeah. No. And obviously Chandler, Chandler Smith, surprised everyone, I feel like. I mean, he's obviously got the talent. Like, he's 
did he's like obviously very good. He did well at Rogue. I can't remember where he finished, second or third. Um he was almost close to winning it, so maybe he finished second. Mm. Um but yeah, and actually like backing up the games is quite cool. Be interesting to see if he actually does go team now with Noah. <laughs> or if he actually sats off Noah and be like, actually no, I probably should do another run at individual, which I think he should, but we shall see what happens with that. Um mm. right, you wanna move on to um We'll touch on any other the uh, predictions we made, like other other ones. Um, it's not I like that important. Rookie, uh, like uh, we'll we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about rookie of the year a little bit later. Um, All right. Uh, I'd say yeah, like I event wins. I don't know who you picked, but I picked Roman for the men and Laura for the ladies, and I was spot on. I mean, that's not too surprising. I um, picked Valner. <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did did. Uh, did he, he only delivered one, didn't he? Yeah, on the intervals one. He did absolutely destroy everyone, though. Um, that was insane. But, yeah, that was mad. Oh, Vilna, Vilna. I mean, we could talk about that if you want. That was just heartbreaking. I will get into it, but we like with the events that were programmed. Medeiros finished outside the top ten. Roman breaking his foot. Ricky Garrard not even there. And like, just yeah, what? And he still comes second. Like, what else can you do to help this man win? There was no swim. Like, I don't know what else you can actually add. <laughs> like, it's just I don't think it's ever going to happen. I think this was his like final good. Ch- I thought his final good chance was two years ago, the first year Maduro's won. But now yeah. after this year and just everything that happened, it's like, what more can you do to help him? Like, set him up, set him up for success. Like, what else can you actually do? <laughs> So um, I will I will read out the maths that I did on the eighth of August um, when I was fully in my Velna depression, um, <laughs> fully fully convinced that he was never going to win the game. So Alpaca Redux, because that's so so we obviously had the twenty seventh on the bike. I think he's now said right. I, I basically should have gone with the with the mm. pack that was ahead of me and stuck with them and pushed hard to stay with them. And he said, like, that was a pack that had Fikowski and Chandler in it. So, you know, you can potentially make, like, a, you know, a, a Chandler finished, what, 17th at the end? And that's, like, a couple of extra points if he'd been able to stick with that pack. Um, Then gets sixth place on Pig Chipper, sixth place on Inverted Medley. Does pretty well on both of those. I think Inverted Medley, he messed up a little bit coming off the pullovers. All right. Mm. Um, yeah, like coming well, actually coming up to the pullovers on the stairs up, he like failed it three yeah. times or two times. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could still give him. I know the six aren't bad finishes, but for example, the pig chipper, he I would expect, I, I think I picked him to win that event on the heat one app. Mm. Um, mm. just I thought he would have handled it like he said on his post games, um, Instagram post, he said he was actually cramping already, so he had to. He was a frust- he had to slow down his pig flips at the back end, which was really frustrating for him because he just wanted to try rip through it like Laura did. Um, yeah. so I can actually understand that because he did move it a bit slow, so that does make sense. Then, yeah, inverted medley again, he probably lost two or three spots. Um, mm. so obviously, it's not a loads amount of points, but they do add up like it's just over the mm. course of weekends, a few spots here and there adds up to a lot more points. Um, and then, yeah, like the alpaca, well, we know what happened there. Just that one, the last rope, the last two hand-of-a-hand descents on the last climb was basically just, yeah, that's Slip. just when I knew. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you're done. That's, uh, once again, another title chance slips away. Yeah. 
So um, that yeah, that would have been an extra sixty points on Unpacker Redux. Ski bag sixth, solid finish. Yeah, solid. Helena sixth, solid yeah. finish. Five k. Uh, I've said probably should have had a top five, but went out too hot with the pack and then died. Maybe yeah, maybe um, top. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, let, yeah. Let, let's be generous. Let's let's be the Pavel of that fan club we yeah, all yeah. want to be. <laughs> um, intervals absolutely destroyed. Um, Olympic total. I don't think like he didn't miss anything, so I'm I'm not anticipating him like jumping up massively. Muscle up logs. He failed the last ring muscle up. Last ring muscle, yeah. Uh, so if he'd third. waited a couple, of, yeah, yeah, potentially could have been an extra couple of points. Parallel bar pull second. He did well. Echo thruster. I think like if something's on the line, you fight a little bit more for it, right? Whereas yeah. I think you know he couldn't. He knew he couldn't catch Adler. He knew what he needed to do to beat Krennikov. Um, so he probably could have pushed a little bit more. Mm. So he'd have, like, by the maths that I did, he'd have beaten Adler by four points. But obviously that's without <laughs> Adler having to... That's <laughs> <laughs> without Adler pushing in the last two events, right? Like oh, Adler, yeah. Adler definitely could have gone hard in parallel bar pull and echo frost to fight. Uh, and Adler did be, beat Werner by almost 40 seconds in the final and not even pushing it. So I think Adler would have smacked him if he had to. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, probably. But yeah, that's fine. And and that completely disregards whatever Roman would have done. Exactly. Which, like, would so in theory, have... Werner did win the games. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, like, I, I genuinely think there's a possibility that Krennikov could have got 200 points and landed on 1,001 points, which yeah, would have been yeah. insane. Um. Oh dear, but yeah, it's just tough. Like no anyway. swim as well. Like what? Else? Like and just and the main people in contention, like and no, like okay, we put Adler up there, but no one. I don't think anyone actually deep down thought Adler was going to be the guy to win. Everyone thought it was like Roman, probably. Obviously, we didn't, but I bet you other people did. And it's like he broke his foot. Medeiros is not even in the conversation. Ricky's not even in the country. <laughs> it's just like what else can we do? The programming yeah, set up but... so well for him as well. Like a lot of pulling. Yeah. Like just what like I don't know. I just it's sad because it's like it wasn't it wasn't just sad because of this loss specifically, but it's just more sad. I think future prospects we're just never going to see Vellner on top of the podium. But again, like Hopper, I will gladly put him in contention next year once again. <laughs> uh, did you uh did you hear Ricky say what he got on inverted medley? Uh, no. He uh so apparently he did it at home because he did like six of the events. Mm. Um. And he says he got 3.30, which would have put him in first. Fair enough. But that guy says a lot of things. Yeah. But yeah. Fair enough. But that'll be uh that'll be something interesting. He reckons he he thinks he'd have won the games this year, which is very easy to say. Yeah, as we just did like... it about Pat Vellner. Yeah, um, exactly. No, he'll be up there. Like the especially these events, to be fair, he would have been like easily, I think easily yeah. top five, probably top three. Mm. Um mm. yeah. But who knows? As you said, well, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe the future really is just going to be Jeff, Roman, and Ricky, which will be, I mean, mm. not a bad thing. Three different, very different characters. Um, yeah. And if it is quite close every year, at least it's quite exciting. Um, but yeah, we shall see. Um, right. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to do just general programming, overview of like what the events were like? Thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll start there and then we'll dive into sort of some individual athlete performances from the European and British side. I think. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, obviously, event one we had uh, ride, which was the 
40 minute AMRAP, but not really an AMRAP because it was like 40 minutes. And then wherever you got cut off, then you started to ride to the end of the lap. So it was like 40 plus a bit. Um, pretty standard CrossFit-y, you know, just monostructural test. It was done in like where the cyclocross was back in like 2017. It was actually quite hilly. Like it doesn't show it on um, like the YouTube stream like on TV. You can't really tell the slope, but like it's quite... Um, yeah, there's quite a bit of hill and like um, elevation to it. Um, not like almost, not even like a direct uphill downhill, but almost like on the side of a hill, if that makes sense. Um, okay. So it's quite, it was quite interesting. Um, I mean, it's not a bad test. Like over a whole week of workouts, it probably fits in fine. But I don't know. But I just think it's a bit boring. But I don't know what what you think about it. I think that it relies too much on cycling skill as opposed to any capacity. So I, I think it's had you given people, and I appreciate like it is completely different, but had you given people like a 40 minute C2, it's completely different, right? Like it's, uh, and so that skill element, I think is a, it's probably the same for a swim in terms of like how different it is for individual athletes. So I think that's my sort of major bone to pick with it. And and I think we should definitely, like, I know Glassman saying fitness in 100 words, regularly learn and play new sports. But I, I, I think given the broad amount of tests you're having, uh, to be able to expect people to be able to do that when they don't necessarily have a background in it. I think you're always going to be biased towards people who do have a background in it. And that, and that goes across the board, but I, I don't know how well it sits with me. I don't think the test itself was a good enough test because it was mm. just done. Correct if I'm wrong, it was the time that you finished your last lap, complete lap. Is that right? Yeah, well, there was like a cutoff. There was like a line that if you got through the lap, basically if you got through the lap, in the 40 minutes you got to then finish another lap but if you were cut uh like before the time then now you were done so it's just first right. person to okay. the cutoff so that makes sense like at right. the 40 minute mark yeah, yeah. if you were into the next lap you could finish that lap and race and that'll be like your placement right. and if you were <laughs> before the 40 minute time coming into the end of the lap it'll just be where you crossed over the line I think that's pretty much what it was. But yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Like the bike element in terms of like, and like just mechanical failure on a bike and the crashing. Um, I know it's racing, but it does affect like, it's not, can't say it's not fitness, but it can like impact the leaderboard. Like if someone just gets an unfortunate bike chain break or something, does that prove they're less fit than someone else? Not really. Just, they just got unlucky with the bike. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's, exciting in one sense but imagine if it was like flips because it starts at early at the weekend as well that not many people think about it but if like it was like on day four the first event or something and then you had like let's say roman and adler up at the top and then for some reason not even like a bad reason roman's chain just popped off not even his fault then he came like mm. 30th or 20th he'd be like well that's literally ruined the whole competition not due to his fitness but due to like a mechanical failure and it's just like it would just ruin the competition so i don't know it's not like like bad somebody ruining cool. the competition for somebody else by cycling into them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, so there you go. Um, but yeah, I don't know. it's a it's a tough line because obviously you still want to yeah. you know 
do some athletic things. Um, yeah. And I just look, I don't know, it just looks a bit silly, but it's just a bit boring to watch. I feel like like the 5k was fun to watch. Um, but for some reason, the bike just seemed boring to watch. I don't know. I don't really, I can't really put my finger on why there's a difference in that. Cause it's almost the same thing. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's because you don't know what the end point is. Right. Whereas with the 5k, you know, it's three laps. Well, the, sorry, the four and a half K. Mm, maybe. Um, you know it's maybe, three laps. You know, yeah, maybe you relate, relate to the run a bit more. Like who of us yeah. trains yeah. a 40 minute bike ride that often, whereas everyone can know what a 5K is or what it feels like. Mm. And it's probably done it in the CrossFit space. So maybe that also just relates to a bit more. Um, but yeah, as a monostructural test, it's not like that bad. But yeah, just it's just meh, I feel like. And it's just such a meh way to start. I always feel like the games, a lot of the time, is like the actual game starts on the second event. The first event, even if it's like a swim or something, it's just so bleh. Like I think the most exciting first event they've actually um, done in a while was the 2019, the first cut, the four rounds of the 400 meter run, three legless, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. seven snatches, which is like a proper workout yeah. just to start the event. Obviously, there was things like running on the line as well with the cuts like straight away. But I think that's like actually a good crossfit event just to kick off the whole competition. Mm. But yeah, anyway uh pig chipper moving on event two hopefully we don't take this long on each one but um what are your thoughts on this one good test uh pig gets in there so rogue can potentially sell some more of them um uh good gymnastics test as well like you like you had different separators for different people like i think laura coming back and like just getting to the pig and just getting to work was like one of the most like okay Laura is here to to burn burn stuff down right that was a that was a really um a defining moment for the weekend I think mm. uh similar with Krennikov coming through and pushing pushing through as well I think it was very it was a uh I I liked it as a test you know it's a little bit of weightlifting a little bit of gymnastics a little bit of um yeah it's it's a good strong crossfit test don't really see mm-hmm. an issue with it yeah no i was I really yeah i really liked it good event the pig it'd be interesting if they can use the pig in a different way they literally just flip it down the field and then flip it back like in most in terms of like the last time yeah. they used it, it was the same thing they just before the capital it was just do whatever it was i can't remember how many flips it was 15 20 flips or something something like that yeah and then uh the year before that it was 10 flips down do some stuff come back 10 flips end whereas maybe they could do it implement it into rounds like i feel like a, but uh, it doesn't really work as well on that turf field the workouts don't really lend itself to that no but who knows where they move it might do in the future but uh yeah a good crossfitty test basically just a up and down chipper a lot of gymnastics to start but as we found out that was just scratching the surface of all the pulling that was to come in the, in the competition um just a nice nice primer for the lats and the and the grip um but yeah, I really like it. It's like a, it's just like a good. I do like those workouts where something you could see at semis, or it's just a jazzed up classic CrossFit workout. Like mm. a semis version yeah. would just be clean and jerks, heavy clean and jerks instead of pig flips, basically, um, and then the same gymnastics and the woggles. But yeah, pretty good workout. Right, uh, event three inverted medley. Um, I mean, what, what do you think of this one? I think everyone got a little bit of a view of the pullovers beforehand. So they, they sort of knew what was coming, which is good. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't too egregious from a gymnastic standpoint. 
I think you and I were looking at it and we're just sort of, well, what on earth is Boz going to do? And I think this is a theme that's really come through. Is that I think a lot of Boz's stuff got watered down. Castro wanted to make things a lot more fitnessy, a lot more racing, a lot more Castro. And that's sort of what we saw throughout the weekend is, okay, there's little sprinkles of what Boz wanted to do. But then Dave's come in and just gone, no, this is stupid. Or no, I don't like this. I want to do this differently. Um, and apart from ride, what we've seen in picture of an inverted medley, it's very clear who's winning. It's very clear where the separators are and where the issues were for particular athletes. And so we're able to see them progress down the floor as well, which I think is really, really good. Um, how, In terms of how this fits in with the rest of the weekend, uh, I think we're definitely missing another handstand push-up variant. Because if we're talking about four freestanding handstand push-ups plus four freestanding handstand push-ups, I don't feel like we're seeing enough handstand push-up volume overall. Mm. Yeah, Particularly no, given the fact that we've had it at pretty much every stage of the season up to this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I think we're missing a lot. Yeah. And it's interesting because why do... Like, why is so much pulling acceptable in terms of it's not a bad thing to see loads of chest to bar, loads of muscle ups, bar and ring, um, toes to bar, normal pull ups, like so much of that throughout the competition, but it would be like unacceptable to see hands and push ups mm. in different variations come up even twice. Like, what, yeah. what actually is the problem with that? Because, like, the free stand, free standing hands and push up is very different to a strict deficit hands and push up. Yes, you're going the same plane of motion, but they're very different skills. And it's mm. the same with a bar and a bar and a ring muscle up. They're pretty similar, but again, if you do it enough, you know there's a slight difference in them. But that for some reason that's more acceptable in a crossfit competition than it is for pressing. So yeah, I mean there's an overall theme of like just loads of pulling in this games and not as anywhere near as much pressing, which isn't a bad thing because I feel like the games always biases a movement each year. And it's not even like they deliberately do it. They might deliberately do it, but sometimes it's just the way the workouts shake out. Um, like say like 2017 was such a squat heavy games. Um, if you go back and look at that one, you'll see how much squatting there was and at legs. Um, and like this year was just loads of pulling, which again, isn't a bad thing, but it's just interesting. Um, yeah, I think like the pressing, like, I was surprised. I thought we might see bench or something like, you know, just more because, mm -hmm. you know, just just test some other type of pressing. Like even the, we'll get to it, but even the parallel bars, I was very disappointed yeah, not yeah. to see any dips. Yeah. Like I get the traverse is still hard, but again, because there was not much pressing, it's like, surely do some dips in there or something. But yeah, don't know. Just uh, just the way it went this year. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, it. I, I'd probably say the last year that we had like a crazy amount of pulling was 2018, right? Uh, I have to go back and think of all the workouts. We had the pegboard in the final. What we have, if we had the we had 30, 30 muscle ups, marathon mm. row, battleground, mm. hard rope climbs, we had the snatch, chest bar, snatch bar, muscle up, bike up at well. one, bike up at two. Yeah. Yeah, um, fairly pulling. But I think this was like more exaggerated in terms of like just yeah. so many different, um, almost isolated movements. Of like the legless rope climbs, the pullovers, the muscle ups, well, ring and bar muscle ups, bar and Helena and mm. the ring in the muscle up log, um, the sled pull thing on the final event, uh, second final event. Um, what else? Well, see all the chest to bar, the toes to bar, 
like that was a lot uh but yeah like inverted media thought was all right it's a bit boring that we just keep doing handstand walk in terms of just like a little two to three minute race over obstacles like why can't we just see it in the middle of a met like i still think the best one they did was 2019 the second event second cut the 800 meter row i think it's like some weird number like 66 light kettlebell push press and then it was into three unbroken sections of like 44 foot handstand walks and they mm -hmm. had to be unbroken and that was like good drama not yeah. a huge volume yeah. but 100 132 foot of handstand walk but under the pressure racing and it was obviously the cut was still looming over people and having to do those bits unbroken on really fried shoulders was really exciting mm. um and the efikowski again falling up like oh, yeah. one foot short that guy honestly lunges in handsome i like, just he loves falling just like one foot short um oh, but yeah like i just feel like we just keep doing handsome walk in the coliseum just over a ramp and it's just getting a bit boring but i don't know what do i know change of venues um, coming man change of venues coming that means exactly now we can do right? it again just over a ramp in even a smaller venue <laughs> so be lovely um all right uh the alpaca event four i mean i love this workout personally i think it's a really good workout the rope climbs obviously a completely different workout to having no rope climbs uh the weather was hotter so i made the sleds like the friction on the turf was way more hence why the sled looked like they couldn't even move it compared to last year mm. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great workout. I don't really want what else to say. Um, yeah, pretty a very good classic cross like CrossFit games. That's like when I think of the games, I think of those type of workouts like heavy, tough, high skill, but not looking. It doesn't even look stupid. It looks quite cool. Looks fun to do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah just all in all, it like ticks all the boxes. I feel like for a CrossFit games, like good workout. What do you yeah, think? Agreed, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, cool, pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, ski bag. Uh, uh, actually, I'll, I'll start with it. You go, you go. No, I'll, I'll start with this. I hated this because it meant Alexis uh, was <laughs> dropping out of the top, out of the leader's jersey and dropping out of the uh, top three contention, um, and that made me sad. Um, yeah, that was a uh, that was tough, tough to watch. Um, but again, I actually love this workout. Um, <laughs> at first, I thought, "What is this?" And then, the, other than the weights of the bag were released, I was like, "Okay, that mm. makes more sense." I felt the ski yeah. was a bit irrelevant in terms of yeah yeah like 50 cal ski when it's literally just a squat who can just squat with the sandbag well like literally yeah. they could have just done 50 for time and you would have probably got similar results um across the yeah field. but that's like that that is that is boss programming though isn't it it's just putting a machine in just for no real reason yeah right maybe like that's yeah. that, that, that's all it that's all it really does is it yeah he, he puts a machine in we saw it in we saw it in semis Mm. the machine doesn't really do anything it doesn't add to the workout it doesn't take anything away yeah. from the workout it's just there it would have and... added to the workout if the bag was uh lighter and there's a few more cows in the ski so if it was like still 30 20 on the squats but it was only like a 70 kg for the guys mm. and like a 50 more 45 for the ladies but the ski was let's say uh maybe yeah. double but then you really then people you see people sending the ski properly and it would matter and then you just fly through the squats it'd be a completely different stimulus not as mm. like a strength endurance test more like a natural just metabolic test but um that's where the ski would have mattered but yeah in this sense it was literally just who's strong they saw laura completely destroy the bag compared to everyone else it would have not it would have yeah. not mattered what she skied she could have come off last off the ski and she still would have won that event 
because she just manhandled mm. the bag so easily. Um, but I still liked she it. Finished, she finished um, a minute and 14 seconds ahead. That's of what I mean. Kazan. Yeah. So she finished at 4.30. Yeah. Six right. Alex Kazan finished at 5.50. That, that kind of differential in such a short workout is insane. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it was it, like in all seriousness, it, it, it was a good workout. It was enjoyable. I, I think watching people, I think it was a little bit too heavy for the women, considering that only five finished it. Mm. Or maybe you should pull the ski cows back a little bit. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, a tough workout for uh, some people because they just clearly just weren't used to sandbag squats at mm. all. What I would think though, it'd be savage. Like just think about doing the alpaca in the morning and then come to do that like two hours later that's a tough back-to-back event like you've just been out in the heat for 15 plus minutes because like uh, just doing heavy you know kettlebell clean and jerks and legless rope yeah. climbs and pushing the sled and that's like full leg on the push of the sled yeah. it's heavy yeah. and then you have to come back in you've got to pull a bit get in the bag to your shoulder and then squat with that weight and it's not lightweight so savage back-to-back and- tests and I think the thing is, like, we haven't seen a, uh, we haven't seen a barbell yet, but mm. we've seen heavy odd object in the pig. We've seen heavy kettlebells and a heavy-ish sled. Well, a very heavy sled very on alpaca. <laughs> yeah, and then a heavy bag on ski bag. Mm. Yep. So, uh, and and this is where I think we've definitely seen the sort of difference in the style of programming, like you didn't see Barwell guys doing well in these. Like if we look at Jake Douglas, um, who is known as like one of the stronger guys in the field with a barbell, he just wasn't able to like ski bag was the one where he performed best, but he wasn't able to mix it up with alpaca redux and, um, mm. and pig chip away. You probably would have expected him to, you know, if they were barbells instead, he probably would have done a little bit better. Maybe. I mean, they were still quite gymnastic stents, those first yeah. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 know, I know what you mean. But yeah, I, well, again, I like that. People saying there wasn't enough barbell. I'm like, but why do you want to see a barbell all the time? It's boring. And like, these are cool and they're heavy. They're still yeah. very like strength, uh, like strong strength elements in there. It's just in a different way. Mm. And yeah. again, that's like, to me, what like a CrossFit Games should be like, like actually using your strength to move objects around rather than just throw a barbell around all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, agreed. I quite like agreed. it. Cool. Uh, event six to cap off day two was Helena. Um, uh, I don't know what you thought. I thought when the, it was first announced, the bar, the, the dumbbell weight was way too light. I think on reflection, it was fine. Um, but still, I just thought like for the elite guys and the girls, like that dumbbell's going to get manhandled and it's going to be cut. And they're talking about dodgy you know reps for kettlebell swings like there could be very easy dodgy reps moving trying to move a dumbbell this light which i feel like there was there was a few people who probably got away with some obvious no reps but that's just uh that just happens um but i mean i like, I... I like the 400 meter run like the bar muscle ups um, yeah if you want to put a barbell in you could put a light barbell in here light hang snatches with a barbell would have been I'd... I think, quite cool but i think i would have preferred it because otherwise we, we don't get dumbbells throughout the rest of the weekend do we no um no. i'd have preferred it if the um because i think going 30 22 and a half for the male female so like going up to the traditional next one from across the standpoint would have just would have you'd have lost the stimulus a little bit 
Whereas I think if you could have gone something like 25, 26, and then like 17 and a half or 18 or something similar to that, I'd, I'd, I'd have liked to have seen that where it's something a little bit different because we know these guys have the capacity to do this, to go and broken on it and to, and to push the pace on it. But doing a dumbbell that they're not necessarily used to, I think would have added an interesting element here. Mm. But I'm, yeah, I agree. Like a sixty-pound dumbbell that they're like probably no one ever uses for the guys. Exactly. Yeah, and then like a whatever a forty-pound dumbbell for the ladies that they never yeah. use. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I didn't think that as well. Um, but yeah, I think I was saying like a barbell would have been interesting, like hang snatches. Um, you could have kept the weight light. You could have literally just made it randy weight. You could have just made it seventy-five pounds for the guys. Which is like mm. thirty kg basically, or thirty, uh, no, thirty-four kg, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, and then like whatever that be twenty-ish, twenty-five kg for ladies, which would have been, and because it's high rep still, but I've been like we've played into the idea of it's still very gassy, you're still hinging, yeah. and yeah. it'd be a bit more grippy because both hands are on the barbell. So I don't know yeah. if that would have been a way to get a barbell in, but yeah, it was still a. I mean, it's a good race, obviously. Like I. Don't, obviously look in, in person was very cool with them running out and then when they run in they got big you know big applause and it was again it was quite a good one for like a show so that fits in quite well for the um show side of things not just a pure you know from the fitness side of things mm. um but yeah i thought it was pretty good uh cool right event seven we had the 5k or the 4.56k <laughs> the uh the 5000 yard run um i mean i think it's fine for um yeah i thought it was quite good people said there was so much running in this competition it's like there's like literally one run and then like some 400 meter laps as like i've we've seen so much running in other events before like think about the 2020 games we had yeah yeah the sprint up the hill with the bag and we had the wherever it was a 10k in the hills and that's just on day one then mm. we had Happy Star, which was the four or five rounds with the, I think it was four rounds with the running up the hill and back with the burpees and the uh, thrusters. And we had um, Atalanta, <laughs> which had two miles of running in it, in a weight vest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't hear anyone complain about too much running in that one. But um, yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty standard. Uh, I thought it was quite cool they did a 5K, but it would be nice if it was actual 5K. When yeah, I think that's at the biggest, 1630, that's I was like, like, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest uh the biggest mess up. Um but hey ho. Like like yeah, we can talk about it and how it's like symptomatic of a, a wider issue at CrossFit with lack of attention to detail and uh and incapability in actually putting on events that run well. But uh it's not worth us diving into that today. Uh it was a good race really fun to see Adler pushing Krennikov. Um I really enjoyed that. And um I've enjoyed Krennikov apparently complaining that Adler was touching him. Um so yeah, yeah entertaining. Yeah. Uh then moving on to intervals, I really enjoyed that as well. I thought that was a I thought that was a great event. Um you could see the difference in like Velna, who was just able to get over like the Burpee box get overs with a big separator, and the way that he approached that compared to other athletes approaching it was just a world of difference. It was crazy. Um, yeah, that I, I, I that's what I loved about it. 
um and it was just a right go as hard as you can see what happens yeah i mean on paper when they announced it, it as like that is the most boring event i've ever seen um and the row again like what even even the point 15 cows but um yeah like in person it was yeah. a good race and yeah velna showed he's way more efficient on the high burpee box jump overs that's pretty much one what won in the event um yeah it's pretty cool to see that in person so yeah i mean yeah you need you need those type of events in there to like have a well-rounded test but i think i don't know it just looks a bit boring um but still was like a good race and obviously they're blowing like yeah. halfway through when they get in the rest period a lot of them are like doubled over just leaning on their little name board yeah. area um so as you could tell it got to them it was basically almost like a pure leg test obviously had the row in there but with like the box mm. jumps the burpee box jumps it'd been cool if they just chucked in a c2 bike and just make it a pure pure leg you can still keep it 15 15 cows but just make it pure leggy which would have been quite savage we've seen people maybe failing a box jump um yeah I think it's that exactly. risk of seeing people fail a box jump, right? Yeah, but that they probably want to avoid. I don't know. That's well, game's the game. I don't think they care that much about people failing a box jump. If they're letting <laughs> them go ride a bike and crash into each other. I don't think that's the least of their worries. Yeah, yeah very true. Um, very true. Cool. And then we finished off that day with Olympic total. I mean, again, like it's the games you need. Well, you don't need, but there's always going to be some type of max-ish effort strength test. Um, obviously last year we had the sandbag so this year they went back to a very classic way with the barbell doing snatch and clean jerk I mean I think it was a good test I think the only real issue with it that most people had is just give them another lift just make it a true Olympic total just give them three attempts instead of mm-hmm. when it's two attempts you have to go conservative yeah. to make sure you get a number and then the second one it's either um, just a bit higher than that to still get a slightly higher number or you just if you're feeling really good you go for a PB whereas in a three lift you go with something you're definitely going to hit. Then the middle one, you go with something yeah. that's tough, but you probably should hit. And then, yeah, the third, you, you go for the PB, which would have been quite exciting. But I don't really think there's too much to it. I think it was fine as a test. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's the only concern that I have is just that we're missing out on that. Um, obviously, it's the only time a barbell's shown up uh, apart from the final. Um, so, yeah, it's like it is... It was just frustrating to see people have to play with gamesmanship more than they probably needed to, mm. as opposed to just like a true representation of what they can do. Uh, because you you had people, you know, so it was on both sides, two of the top four in this event wound up getting cut because they could swing for the fences. And yes, they were the athletes that definitely had the capacity to, to lift heavy. But I, I, I think you know like they they probably could have been a little bit more the guys at the top end could have lifted a little bit more if they'd been given the opportunity to and that would have been good yeah but, uh... i agree um it was weird that like, saturday was you know they teased leading up it was gonna be like you know the 5k the gymnastics test and then the olympic lifting but then the yeah. well the gymnastics test ended up being that inverted medley. But when that when the inverted medley got released and it said it was on the Friday, that obviously got people thinking, well, if that's not the gymnastics test, what's the gymnastics test going to involve? But then that just never even happens. Like, Materialized. So, yeah. yeah. So either the inverted medley was the gymnastics test. And then there's, there's like talk behind the scenes that it was meant to be on Saturday and they moved it because they wanted to put the intervals ESPN. in for the TV window yeah. for ESPN. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's the reason they did it. But 
yeah, I don't know. I was a bit, that was a bit underwhelming. That whole Venn diagram thing, I thought would be way could have been way better. Like you did the three single modality tests, and maybe then do like a crossfitty test at the end of the day. Because then, like, in person, are you saying that? Are you saying that CrossFit didn't communicate something effectively, and as a result, we were all left significantly underwhelmed? No, you don't need to say that. That's just that's just synonymous with CrossFit. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, and also still like, still I'll... looking for a director of marketing, guys. CrossFit is still <laughs> looking for a director of marketing. Uh, I don't know how it felt watching it back home, but also for like, <laughs> I feel like ending on um, the Olympic total was quite like a dead end to yeah, the day yeah, yeah. like it was like yeah. obviously a bit hype in the event but then i was like i feel like it's just we're just missing like just a nice Something. cap to the day yeah. like just a nice maybe like a shorter event um like a five minute ish um classic crossfitty burner but we just didn't really get anything like that so i don't know i just feel Fran. like <laughs> yeah Fran. you wanted Fran, I mean... didn't you yeah, we could have. Well, we could have done something like that. I think more something pulling. classic. Is that is, yeah, is that what you wanted? Exactly. You wanted more pulling. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, we hadn't done enough till then. I was like, gosh, if only had some more pull-ups to really test their capacity. To be fair, uh, like, like sticking like a sort of games Diane in there mm. would have been quite um, good. Yeah. Right? Well, maybe pressing because we didn't do loads of squatting. Obviously, did thrusters at the ends, but I think maybe some front squats with some pressing. Some deficit hands and push-ups, front squats. I don't know, something like that. What was that region? What was that regional event? From Which year? Twenty sixteen, maybe twenty fifteen, uh, where it was the deficit hands and push-up, front squat, and bar facing burpee. I think the front squats were at like ninety something kilos. I do not remember. Steve Fawcett won it. Oh that, yes, definitely before my time. <laughs> I do not remember that event. <laughs> I'll, uh, oh, but that like something like that would have been pretty good. But yeah, anyway. I feel like yeah, uh, some heavy. I mean, they had the, they had the squatting already with the bag, so maybe not squatting, but just something, yeah. some other movement. And then things what, what we never see. Also, I mean, it's it'd probably be a bit boring in terms of um, show in a coliseum because you just be on a machine. But like we, you don't yeah. see much monostructural with gymnastics. No. So you could have done like no. I don't know. Again, what machine? Unless Rogue made a new machine. <laughs> like, we've got this crazy new machine. Um, maybe they put them on the Versa Climber. We're doing Versa Climber and Deficit straight Hands and Push Ups. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, I just feel like it would be. It just, I feel just Saturday just needed like a cool sprint event or something to finish off. Like, I know yeah. they usually do it quite often. Like, 2016, they had, I think it was called 100 even though it was like just 100% yeah, yeah. or something. It's like the box jump, sandbag, debel cleans. Uh, mm. 2017, they had, okay, quite a controversial event. They had that uh, the assault banger. Um, 2018, they had bicuple one and two, where the fans could pick yeah. which order they do it in. Uh, 2019, okay, we finished on the heavy clean, but that was like done in a way more dramatic way. And like there was a lot mm. more riding on the line. That was quite cool. Obviously, 2020 was a COVID games. 2021, we had the sandbag event, which... Uh, was it, no, 2021 was not the sandbag event. It was what was Saturday night, 2021. Probably heavy lifting, just the, oh, the snatch, the snatch. And then obviously, yeah, lastly, yeah. we had the sandbag. But yeah, sometimes I feel like, yeah, well, just the way it worked this year, just with a 5K, and then the intervals, was, and then just the lift could have done something more on the end. But it is what it is. Um, and then, yeah, the final I day. Found, I found the workout. Sorry, I just oh, yeah, uh, go for it. Go for it. Uh, it was event four. Uh, from regionals in 2014 
So uh, before Hosking was even a glimmer in his parents' eye, um, <laughs> it was 21, 15, 9, 6, 3, strict handstand push-ups, front squats, and burpees. I think yeah. the handstand push-ups were to a deficit. Um, yeah, it was pretty horrendous. But I yeah. think something like a, a play yeah, on that yeah, would be yeah. quite interesting. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, cool. And then, yeah, final day, we had muscle-up muscle logs. Up. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this one? good test again like i'm not uh, we can talk about athlete safety and things like that because uh, i think that that is sort of defined the narrative for this workout is what happened to chronicle like was it um was it something that crossfit did or was it his inability to do things properly um it's it, on I'm that just, workout yeah it's just it's no one's fault it just happens it's just sport I don't think there's that yeah. much of a story yeah. to it. People are like, oh, no. CrossFit's fault for not giving them, you know, direct lanes to put their bags in. It's Roman's fault because you should be more careful going over logs. Like, yeah, I understand both of his points, but it's just racing. It just happens. It's just, that's just sport yeah. thing. Like, it's just mm-hmm. unlucky. If he misses it by two inches, he's fine. And yeah, yeah, so I don't know. Just, that's just the way it goes sometimes. But it did suck that it happened. But what can you it do? Did. But yeah, uh, yeah, the workout itself. Good workout, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good workout again i think both of us was quite surprised not surprised but i don't think we thought the bag would matter as much as it did i think mm. we both thought when mm. it first came out we're like oh emma lawson's gonna extend her lead like she's always beaten law in ring muscle workouts it's like oh this is where roman falters a bit and then it just it just ended up being way more weighted towards the sandbag um obviously yeah. the muscle ups did matter but for some just not as much as the bag i think this is like disguised there's a bit of running in there Obviously, not proper running mm. that you would like traditional running, but moving the bag. Those sections aren't short. Those sections are a good 40, 50 feet from log to log. So you're carrying the bag, three of those, chucking it over each one, doing an extra sandbag clean, and it's what, five rounds? So you're doing three, mm. so you're doing 15 sandbag cleans in there, plus chucking it, plus going over the log. And then when you run back, that's another 150 feet back to the thing. So there's like, there's a bit of, there's a bit, there's a bit more going on than just, on paper, muscle ups and chucking a bag over over something. Um, so a couple more gas sneaky work is what yeah. is what I call it. Like it all creeps up on you, right? Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, so no, I think yeah, good workout again. More pulling. I was like, okay, just more stuff. But yeah, pretty pretty standard. Don't don't you know. don't worry, don't worry. You you don't get any pulling in the next event, so it's fine. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it when I saw that workout uh but yeah fine second last event we had the parallel bars and the stud pool with the double unders um i mean again i think it's yeah very uh i think this is a very castro workout uh i know the mm. parallel bars are in there but sled pool just screams castro with the heavy dubs um and yeah i mean the i thought the sled was gonna be head so when i remember messaging you it was like the sled looks heavy it's because both sleds were next to each other and so from my position right. I was like, they're going to pull like a thousand pounds right now across the floor. I was like, how's this going to work? And then I realized it's two separate ones they're going to pull. But yeah, I think it's a good workout. I like the high rounds and like shorter reps, high turnover nature of it, which is quite cool. So less bottleneck, just still, it's more like gassy. Um, The only thing I wish I had was some dips, maybe even just eight rounds. I think 10 dips would be too much per round, even like six dips before the start of the traverse each time would be hard enough like add up yeah. by the end of the workout 
um, just to get some more pressing in there in a different way. But then you argue that it dips in the event earlier yeah. with the muscle ups. But I don't know. But but I think you've like the time domains for the final day, and like in all honesty, time domains for the last five workouts. So intervals between like seven and eight minutes, muscle mm-hmm. up logs, seven and eight minutes, parallel bar pull, seven and eight minutes, echo thrust the final, seven, eight minutes. Like they're all, mm-hmm. well, six to six to eight minutes. Like they're all like in exactly similar time domain. And it's exactly what we're talking about, about the fact that like post-Olympic total, like you're probably missing like a shorter workout because you've gone long twice, um, you know, with ride being 40 odd minutes and uh, cross country, well, the 5K sorry being being quite long pig chip being quite long as well and, and i get that as you get closer to the end like you want to see faster races and you want to see you know like, uh, events where athletes are is about movement speed and how fast you can do particular things and i think that's what we started to get here um but it was pretty much determined just by your ability to execute on the um execute efficiently and fast on the parallel bar uh so it, it was a skill more than anything because you weren't hitting that fatigue point i think if we had had dips you'd have been hitting that fatigue point mm, but yeah you know one um, one pressing movement is too much but give me more pulling <laughs> movements yeah yeah um yeah i mean it's still like it was quite cool again like in a that i think a lot of these workouts almost all of them apart from i think the bike's a bit boring but all of them like in a vacuum are all like really good workouts but in the context mm. of the overall competition, it did just get a bit too over the top with the pulling. I couldn't actually believe it. when we yeah. saw sleds. I was like, I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I've, more pulling, outrageous. But um, but I got when I first saw the sleds, I got excited. I was like, oh, they might do the throwback to um, whatever the you know pull and push, push and yeah. pull workout. Um, and then I saw because I saw the the dip bars. Like, oh, they, might, they might just be doing parallel dips and sled pull. And then obviously mm. they didn't they just did traverse but the traverse i mean still not easy um no. but yeah right okay last event the final this they could have made the sprint as well they could have just changed the rep scheme they could have just done 30 cal bike mm. 20 thrusters 100 foot lunge and just made it like yeah. a three minute yeah. workout um but they didn't they just made it like that seven six to seven eight minute workout i mean again it's a pretty it's a fine workout like it's just Classic crossfitty, you know, bike thrusters. The weight goes up, the reps come down. Lunge to the finish. I uh, don't really. It's not a bad workout, but I think I uh, do. I don't know about you, but it's not getting a bit underwhelming. Just the final like 50-50 chance that involves a lunge to the finish, and you know it's going to be generally classic crossfit, and it's just like that's this is thrusters. This, it's just it's a bit like yeah. oh, it's always like deflating the last event. You just get jazzed up, and then you just see it, and he's like oh, is that really just all it is? But I don't know. This this workout confirmed for me that Castro was back and was in charge <laughs> of everything. Yeah. Particularly at the end where Boz had announced the women's champion and Dave came out and, and uh, insisted that he announced the men's champion with a little bit more fanfare, a little bit more showmanship. Uh, yeah, I, I think the lunge creates like carrying something over the line and moving over the line. I think it's a great way to finish. I think they need to find a new way to do it. Because an overhead lunge just perpetually happening is just getting a little bit dull at this point. Um, and it's getting even more dull watching Fukowski not be <laughs> able to pace himself correctly for it. Um, anyway. But yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I liked it as an overall test, though. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it could have been shorter and a little bit sharper. 
um, really impressive to see like Pepper and Quant just like absolutely rip it. Madero's coming in third as well was really yeah. impressive to to finish it strong as well. Mm. But yeah, I mean, this is a type of event that could have gone on a Saturday evening. Like, because yeah. I think also yeah, just yeah. when it comes like the Saturday, I feel like it was always more hype because, you know, it's not the end of the competition after that event. So everyone's like yeah. not getting what's even like, you know, what's even, I don't know what the word is, but you know, like almost the post-competition um, depression kicking in, even in the final event, because you know it's over after this event. And like, let's yeah. be honest, in CrossFit, sometimes the event is basically over by the final event. Like it was in this case, both times. You pretty much knew Laura wasn't going to lose to Emma on this event. And obviously the Jeff Adler Roman situation meant Adler was going to win regardless. Because um, hmm. maybe got different thoughts on it. If it ends up, they're within five points of each other and they're racing at the lunge and maybe it's like one of the most most memorable events we've ever had. And it's really cool, but I don't know. Yeah, it probably didn't help not having an actual race going into it. Um, so they're all just coasting the bike and they're just moseying through the thrusters. But mm. yeah, that was it really. That was the 2023 CrossFit Games programming. Not not a bad event. I are, we not, are, we not, are we not going through the team's programming? No? <laughs> We do a separate show note if you want. I thought the last we can talk about the last event. The earthworm was so funny. All that was fails. madness. That um, was absolutely madness. People looking um, like so dis- uh, uncoordinated on the worm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I think you you've hit the nail on the head with the individual programming. Is that like everything in isolation was was good. There were good tests, but I think the frustrating part is that was it a well-rounded test? I think we're missing a couple of elements uh to sort of to sort of do that uh, and deliver that uh but yeah i i enjoyed the games as, as a spectacle um i need to sit down and go back and rewatch it uh just to sort of fully understand things and like sit down and, and look and see how the people's movements paid off throughout the whole thing because i think yeah there's definitely would the leaderboards have looked like that with different programming? And if they filled those holes in, I don't think so. Um, had they been given exactly the same tests as last year, like I think things would have been very different. Um, and I know it's still cross its thing that the fittest person rises to the top, but yeah, that's always been the case when you've had like exceptional individuals. Like uh, I, I'd much rather see us see us look to design a test that determines who is the fittest overall, not just who is the fittest individual, if that makes sense. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't think they missed that much this year. It's just, it was just like a lot of pulling. I don't really like, there was a lot of time domains and areas hit. I think the only real thing we actually missed was just a short, sharp one. Don't actually yeah. think we missed too much in terms of um, what to cover. Obviously, some people can yeah. say there was no swim, which is a big component, but the only argument, only rebuttal I really have to that is like, well, if CrossFit prides itself on being unknown and unknowable if you have a sum every year that's pretty knowable so if it's not every year then that keeps you guessing so that'll be my uh I'll never guess the next move yeah, yeah exactly literally. that's um, possibly <laughs> um uh but yeah no i was uh, i think it was good should we have a look at uh some of the europeans yep do, do, do. uh we'll start on the female side obviously we had laura win uh i think this is I was happy to see her win. I think she's she deserved it overall. Um, like the the first, 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 fourth in the final four events was absolutely insane. Um, and she did a rich throning. I love Sundays 
uh, and just turned up on Sunday and absolutely destroyed. Uh, I, I think she she could have won the Echo Thruster if she needed to. But yeah. I think from her perspective, it was just a save of the moment type thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, she uh, she's a beast. She absolutely like yeah, just an animal. She's a uh, in person. Yeah, she's very big as well compared to a lot of the girl. Like it just plays into her strength. And again, uh, similar to Roman, uh, she's just built for like the games style programming. Mm. So now in the yeah. field, like, I know she's always has been, but it really doesn't matter what she does in the open or quarters or semis because if the games continues to look like this, which it does very regularly, she's always going to be up there. But it makes it very exciting for next year when Tia returns um, and if Mal comes back into the mix. Not saying that Mal will be like a threat to, um, you know, win, but just that she'll take points away from Laura in some events. Like in that intervals workout, Laura takes eighth. Mal probably wins at a mm. workout like that. Mm. Um, or like it's close to Emma and Tia mm. probably as well. So it'd be like very like if yeah, basically if Tia and Mal come back fully fit and ready to go next year, it's gonna be very interesting. So and if the men's side's exciting, it could be next year could possibly be the most exciting games in terms of overall both men and women's field combined, which we've never really had before. So that could be yeah. pretty cool. That's very true. Yeah. Um, as the sport grows and grows, you, you stop having people who are the outliers, um, mm. which I'm yeah, really excited to see. Uh, Gavi Magara ended in fourth. Uh, I, th- I think this is kind of it was it was quite a sneaky climb up the leaderboard in the final two days. She was sitting a, around about a sort of like te- like just beyond tenth for a while, and I think that was a little bit concerning. But then she was able to put together like a really strong finish, similar to Laura to a degree. Um, obviously, struggled with the parallel bar dip with with the pressing, um, but on the whole, looked really really solid. Uh, yeah. overall um actually you touch still... on the sorry you go you go. No, i was gonna say she's still 100 points off third yeah but <laughs> I, there's there's separation there's always a degree of separation um mm. it's just where that line is really yeah i was gonna say about the laura horvath and uh emma lawson thing was that there is a thread going around that if the events were ordered slightly differently because the point system uh, emma would have yeah. won so i'm not saying that's like um a bad thing or a good thing but it does make you think about the cuts and how it affects the rest of competition and where the events lie in the order and it does and people say it doesn't matter it does matter so i'll just leave it it does matter no i i wholeheartedly agree with that i think if we had all 40 competing the whole weekend we'd have definitely seen some differences uh Mm. i think if you also play around with their prize money as well i definitely uh in terms of event prize money i think you see people in like you know in the 30s making calling their shot on the big ones you know because that's the reason those people are low down is because they have a specialty right like they've been able to get there because they were able to trade off a specialty um but yeah i i i think gabby's looking to solidify a podium push for next year um it's gonna be a big gap for her to for her to close but i think she I think she's on the right trajectory to be able to do that. Obviously, working with Ben Smith and Christoph as well. Mm. Well, add on to that. Um, obviously, you've got Alex Gazan and Alexis Raptors right behind her. I think all three of those could all be fighting for that third place next year. I think if Tia comes back, it's yeah. uh, no, she'll she probably win, and then Laura and Mal will be fighting for second, and then maybe one of them will yeah. fall out, and one of those other. Th- so it could be exciting. That like top six mm. could be quite a strong top six next year. Um, yeah. Oh, we completely overlook Ariel Lowen though. Again, <laughs> so uh, she might be up there as well. 
She'll she'll uh, just continue to be consistent. Like I'm not expecting her to get any event wins. Um, mm. But if she's able to keep like improving all of her weaknesses, then you know, like if she turns her anything that's in the teens. Like if she adds on a couple of of, of spots to all of those, like it's gonna be flying. Um, obviously, Catherine uh, does have an American flag next to her, but she is British. Not British. I found British. It. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> oh, I think I think her dad's from the UK. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, she like uh, had a really strong weekend. Like, mm. I, I think we we all sort of expected this coming in. Um, and it was a very topsy turvy first couple of events. You know, a fourth, a thirty fourth, a sixth, a thirty fourth. Um, but yeah, it was a really good set of events for her. And she looked like the Catherine of old to a degree. Mm. Yeah, if you had told me uh, she was going to be the highest finish out of all the hard work pays off athletes, I'd be like, "Oh, that's uh like half." Oh, I wonder what what's what Catherine doing on the podium? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, very solid. She, as, like she had a very good finish. She went second, ninth, twentieth, ninth seventh second so that was a good back end to yeah. the competition yeah. when the points are a bit more valuable as well so that helps uh, bump you up a bit yeah uh, right scoring down we had emma tool in 11th what are your thoughts on that i think like i kind of expected her to jump up a little bit she had like a couple of outlier events you know helena i'd expect to do a little bit better at um but helena and the 5k she was 23rd on both i think that's kind of reflective of her overall running capacity She's much better in the gym. You know, taking an event win on Alpaca Redux is ridiculously impressive. Um, showcasing that sort of legless rope climb strength is is really, really strong. Um, but she has she does have some holes. You know, 36th in inverted medley is not ideal, to say the least. Um, but that was then able to put together a really strong um, series of events for the rest of the weekend. So uh, if she's able to sort of get a little bit better at the uh, freestanding handstand push-ups. I think she's good. She's good to go. Um, she is getting a little bit older at 31, but uh, I think she's been improving fairly gradually year on year. Uh, and obviously we'll see how qualifying happens um, <laughs> in next year for the European semi-final. But she should be able to make it back fairly easily uh, and and improve and, and push into the top ten. Cool. Um, obviously, we touched on Annie earlier in thirteenth. I just said just looked like she was happy to be there. Didn't look too fussed about uh, fighting for a top spot. Um, pretty solid once again. I don't really the highest finish was seventh. Yeah, she, well, like, a lot of us, a lot of her scores were literally just in the teens basically yeah, middle of the pack yeah yeah um the whole time yeah, yeah. um go on then Ka- karen freyover kind of thought would do a little bit better overall um given i i, I think so we've spoken about the fact there was no barbell uh spoken about that workouts are quite heavy but then quite rightly you've turned around and said well like every time there was something heavy, it was paired with a gymnastics workout, right? Or mm. a, a gymnastics skill. And 
she just wasn't able to sort of capitalize on that. So uh, Pig Shipper, as, as an example, is kind of something you'd expect her to do really, really well at. But 1756, you know, 22nd in a field of 40 at that time. Uh, and yeah, she just really couldn't get into gear. She even finished She finished third in the Olympic total. So well, it was, was, uh, Yeah, it was just the Pig Shipper and Inverted Medley. She came mm. 35th in Inverted Medley. So just her gymnastic skill. That mm. cost her probably a top 10, basically. So yeah, um, but yeah, um, we had Elisa Fiano twentieth. Um, I mean, yeah, smashed I, the I inverted it's... medley, which was not too <laughs> yeah. surprising, and no. then just had a mixed bag the rest of the event, really. Yeah, she is quite small, so that's why she didn't do as well in the final. But obviously, she was cut last year, and she's improved massively to get to twentieth this year. So. I think she's done very well. Um, I was able to trade off her, her skill set as well. Then Rebecca Vitterson in 25th. It was obviously her first year at the Games as an individual. Put together a solid showing, you know, a fairly a decent majority of her performances were around about that sort of 20th mark. Um, I'd expect to see her sort of on the fringes. I, I, I think now that CrossFit is becoming more and more competitive at the semi-final stage, I think you're going to have these people who come in for one year and then potentially miss out the next year. Uh, you, you're not going to have, you You always used to have these bankers who would come in, you know, I, I think they said this year was like one of the highest percentages of rookies ever, right? So I, I expect that to continue as things get more and more competitive as people's lives, if we look at Amanda Barnhart just above her in 24th, start to interfere with, with stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on down, uh, another rookie, Ella Vunga, finished in thirty fourth. Uh, probably about where she expected to be. She did have a fourth place finish in ski bag, so shows that she's got some really strong capacity and some really strong strengths. But a fortieth in inverted medley, uh, I think she even struggled to get over the ramp. Um, so that's a big a big hole that probably needs addressing in the off season uh, for her. Uh, my rookie of the year prediction for the women, Manon Anganese in 35th. So that went down a storm. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, so her first experience at the games, the first experience at a, a relatively high level competition. Um, I think just getting exposed to those things outside the gym is pretty new for her. Uh, I, she's working with no shortcuts. Uh, I imagine she will not be taking any shortcuts in her preparation for next year's semi-finals. Thank you, I'm here all week. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't and then, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lowest placing ended up being Emma McQuaid uh, on the women's side. Obviously, struggled with injury throughout. So yeah, it was a little bit difficult for her to really make an impact. I, I think she was carrying an injury coming in. So yeah, obviously frustrating for her to not be able to push out the weekend. And she is 33 now, but, you know, she's always shown great capacity and great sort of drive and determination to, to do really, really well. Uh, hopefully see her back on, on the stage next year and she's able to put in a really strong performance. Particularly when you've got Sam Briggs as your coach. It's always fun. Mm. <laughs> like Any comment on any of those? No, I mean, I was, I was quite surprised that those names at the back end didn't do as well um, yeah. as we might have thought. And like grouped together weirdly as well, um, like in the low thirties. Yeah. But 
I know, just sometimes, just the way it goes. Um, but yeah, right on to the men. Uh, our highest placing European, our king of Europe, is uh, Jonakowski. Mm. I mean, he just yo-yos, doesn't he? He's either top ten or he's just outside the top ten. That's pretty much the way it goes. Um, so I kind of want to, I kind of want to contest this. But yeah, no, you are right. Cut ninth, <laughs> withdrawn ninth, cut seventh, sixth. But that was online games. Fifteenth, yeah. sixth. I think I think if he's able if he is able to be healthy, he'll do really well. So Sid last year as an exa- as a prime example, he wasn't healthy, ended up having to go through the last chance qualifier, came first in the last chance qualifier. Like he's he's a great athlete, but then was only able to get fifteenth at the games. Obviously with a shortened preparation cycle coming off an injury, like makes sense. Um, but yeah, really good athlete. Only twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely it's insane that he's still only 28 been for so long and he's yeah still that young it's just mental it's like Sam Quan as well been around since yeah. the beginning of time and he's only like 20 how old is Sam Quan like 28 as well and he's not old he might even be younger yeah. he might be like 27 or something he's not old um, he's 27 yeah yeah there you go crazy um, yeah Lazar Dukic continues to be the ninth first man in the world um. Well, no, sorry. He was ninth in his first year, eighth in his second year, ninth in his third year. Mm. Obviously, I think people look at that and just think you're not getting better. You are. The field is improving as time goes on, right? And everyone's getting better. The tests change slightly. Yeah, and I think he um, improved. Oh, you've, yeah, you've, you've lagged, and he on. had like I think he was more consistent overall. Um, obviously the 35th in the bike really really hurt him had that been a run instead or you know running a swim we could be talking about a man who had an additional what like 70 odd points which would put him in fifth and it's completely different because it was such a close race from you know fifth down to 11th in all honesty there was only a 70 60 or 70 point gap between those and he had some really strong uh, finishes. Didn't really hit anything out of the park, but came second in um, Pig Tripper and third in Helena, and fourth on the on the five k. So no like event wins, but he's got some really consistent finishes. Uh, his strength is still a weakness, you know, sitting around about twentieth on the Olympic total. Next, we come on to the man who should have been Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it should have. Jelly, to- Jelly Toast. Sorry, I, Jelly I, was, toast. I was expecting you to jump in there. Jelly <laughs> no. Toast or y- Yellow Hosta. Jelly yeah. Man. No, um, I forgot. Yeah, scammed. <laughs> uh, yeah, completely. Uh, again, he looks like Fakowski's first year, just with slightly lower place finishings, I think. You know, he had some really strong events, you know, sixth, fourth, um, uh, First. I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't go that first. far to say it was like a Fakowski's oh, right, first right. year. Fakowski got a few event wins, a few more event wins, and was like a few points out of game third in his rookie rookie year. I think, I think that's more disrespect. I did say lower down. I did say lower down. You did. Down. You did. I, I don't know. That's that's a stretch. Just because he was tall. seventy-one Just points off. He was seventy-one. And, uh, yeah, and he does not move as well as Fakowski. Like I don't know whether you watched his snatch, but that was a tough watch. 
There was a lot of tough. All there was a lot of um, there was a lot of people lifting. You know, it was tough watch. He wasn't the only one. Shout out Bay Rail power cleaning in a max lift event. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, uh, he had re- the the muscle up logs. I was really impressed with as well. Obviously, his height came mm. through and really helped him on that. But you know, to be able to hold on to that muscle up capacity is really good for a guy his size, and I think bodes well. Seventeenth um, on the parallel bar pull, I think. If he's able to train more for the games now, I think we'll start to see him separate a little bit more um, and able to sort of climb up the leaderboard. But Mm. because obviously his major struggle has been getting to the games, it's that classic, yeah, his classic issue. And and I think his strength needs a lot of improvement as well, much like everybody from Europe. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, good to see him performing well and good to see some fresh blood at the young old age of 28 as well coming into the sport from Europe. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, considering, considering, had... considering I'm turning 30 next week, uh, I'm, I'm still sort of, you know, holding out hope of maybe making it one day. Um, <laughs> on, BKG in 11. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think we referenced his back issue. Had that not happened, I think we'd be in a very different, we'd, we'd be having different conversations um we've highlighted how close that group was sort of you know obviously technically krennikov velner and adler had like properly separated themselves from the from the chasing pack uh but i think we kind of expected bkg to to sort of be leading that charge and be around the top five the fact he's able to get an 11th with that injury is ridiculously impressive yeah no it's crazy yeah like literally no back didn't even do an event basically just sat it out it's quite funny he uh only finished two spots behind yellow hosta in that event and he lifted uh almost 400 pounds less than him <laughs> um yeah um yeah and then it was yeah it was a sad sad way for his streak though to end with top tens but yeah very um, true very true yeah but yeah still still crazy impressive um, yeah, uh, and then rounding out the European field in the top 20, Aldous Upenyik's, uh 20th, kind of what I expect from him. I expected him to do better on the run. Like, I, th- I thought he was a good runner. And I expect him to do better on Helena as well. I mean, 8th is good. I think you I just distorted because last year he just did, couldn't jerk, so he just ran faster than everyone else. No, but I've seen him do other other events where he's done really, really well on the running. But obviously, that's not like, like which ones. So. Yeah, I'm gonna say like which. I don't I base, don't, no don't, don't, don't base it off Euro Champs 2022, 20, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> the five k into a paddle. Sorry, I'll uh, I'll, I'll go out and find uh, some actual evidence to support my claims yeah. next time. Because I last year, obviously, smash up on the shuttle runs, but because he just didn't bother to do any jerks, so he just yeah. ran. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like, it's a pretty standard pretty finish for him. Yeah. But then Maurice, I yeah. mean, had a bit of a backwards fall after a very good start. Um, and then just, don't know, just didn't go well. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I expected more from him. Mm. Like, he died, he died in a alpaca, uh, 35. Too hot. Yeah. Why didn't the yeah. industry just? probably just blew up on the rope climbs actually he had a tough yeah he had a tough 
day two, 35th, 10th, 35th. That's a, or 18th, sorry. 35th, 18th, 35th. That's uh, not going to get it done. Um, no. So, no. I think he was like third after day one or something, something stupid, like third or fourth. Yeah, and, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, he was in top five. Yeah. yeah. And he fell back quite a much in uh, <laughs> day yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. And then day three, 28th, 29th, fourth. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Love like twenty twenty. It feels like twenty ninth on intervals. Just feels like that's how much do you want it? I think he kind of knew at that point. And just went, <laughs> he did, oh, he didn't want it. Heavy. He didn't want it. Um, <laughs> that's a field so, of uh, yeah. thirty as well. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, I know. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Last, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not ideal. And then got upstage on the left anyway because you've got Jack Farlow and uh, and Bron. Mm. Um. Fabi uh, Benito, so obviously that was Moritz's second year. He is improving year on year. I think he was 38th, 39th last year, um, had a back issue, but and, and has improved this year and was able to showcase some really strong finishes. So naturally, it's just bringing everything else up to to the same level. Uh, and I think he should be able to do that. Fabi did well-ish, like a little bit more consistent than Moritz. He wasn't... All, so much all over the place but did have some really poor finishes you know a 38th in the pig chipper is tough uh followed by a 31st in inverted medley um he normally <laughs> and then a 29th in uh, the alpaca good run of events there. yeah yeah didn't 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 go great for him um but you know sixth in the olympic total so he's got that to trade off uh this was his first year. He's still only 27. Uh, having seen him uh, win Dubai in the off season, kind of was expecting a little bit more from him. You know, definitely to try and like make it through that final cut, but just didn't didn't have it. Um, see if he can improve on the stuff outside the gym going into next season, and that should sort of help to elevate his overall position. Uh, Henrik Apelainen, I also kind of I sort of had as a he probably should be top 20 having come second in semi-finals, but clearly it's sort of gives credence the idea that we just need to ignore semi-finals. <laughs> semi-finals don't matter. Uh, I expect him to build and come a little, come in a little bit better. Uh, he's a little bit of a bigger athlete, which I tend to think does a little bit better on the pulling, but he was 18th in his first year in 21, 24th last year. And was able to sort of maintain that going into this year. But I don't think that's like, yes, he's stayed consistent, but I do expect him to jump up a little bit more. Yep. Lost you. Are you back? Oh, I'm back. Um, cool. Bron? <laughs> Bron. Bron? Um, I mean, it's pretty much what you expect from him, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Second time bad on the bike, and then uh, yeah. bad on. I was quite surprised. Inverted medley, he was that bad. I thought he was a bit better on his hands. He, um, I think he came like second in that uh, that sprint chipper I talked about earlier, the handstand walk yeah. one from twenty nineteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. but maybe he's just better endurance wise and actual skill wise. Maybe he just can't do the pull pullovers. And then he took a thirty ninth on Helena, but um, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I think it was, uh, and then a thirty, and then a a thirtieth on the five k, well, the four and a half k, twenty fourth on intervals, 
and then didn't even win the lift. So it's quite mm. disappointing, isn't it? I'm not going to lie. This is how bad Hopper was. I've just looked at Bron's like, scores of six events, the first six. Bron went 30th, 18th, 33rd, 17th, 5th, 39th, and Hopper didn't even finish ahead of him. I'm sorry, but what was going on with that guy? Yeah, Bron, Bron only got through because of the fifth. That fifth what? place makes such a big difference. Yeah, what the heck happened? My goodness, I cannot believe it. That shook me up. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, uh, 29th, we had uh, David Sharonke. Um, I mean, were we expecting a higher finish than that? I think he did pretty well for his ability and what the tests were. I mean, he was pretty consistent and just had one good finish in um, Alpaca. Like yeah, fifth is very good in that event. Um, yeah, really, really good, really good. And just, he's a, he's he's a strong legless rope climber, and because he's a bigger yeah. guy, like he's he's able to move those kettlebells fairly eff- effectively. Um, it's good to see the British flag out there, though. Um, obviously, the only British individual on the male or female side. Um, well, in the uh, in the yeah main individual in the individual. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, thank you for that. Reminder. No worries. No worries. Um, yeah. Like obviously he's training healthy now. Uh, he's had a couple of years with some injuries. I'm I'm guessing he'll be pushing to to make the comeback for next year. Uh, didn't make it through that that final cut, but yeah, don't really have much to add to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, there's like a video of him and- circulating of him like taking it in when he was walking off the floor oh. after the lifting event. So that was maybe yeah, that was. Maybe he knows he might not even make it back, so could have been one time, but you never know. I shall see what happens next year. Um, uh, and then the uh, final placing European was Michal Vizalovsky. Um not Michael Wazowski, yeah. as the commentator called him. <laughs> Mike, did he actually call him Mike Wazowski? <laughs> Honestly, the on-floor pronunciation of some names was um, bad. Bad. That's come from me. Uh, Well, let's let's hope that um, we finally leave the Americas and we can come to Europe where people know how to pronounce things. Kiki Dixon Um, was putting in an absolute shift on the floor and it was just, I mean, A A star for effort, uh, C for execution. Is it A star for effort where... I don't think it's meritocracy that got her that job. Um, I think she's it's just she's just been there for like ten years at this point. So yeah. just ah yeah, we'll bring Kiki back. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I wasn't expecting much more, if I'm honest. Uh, I think he was he was the last qualified place coming out, um, and similar. You know, he wasn't able to make the difference on stuff outside the gym. Um, mm. So yeah, all credit to him for making it out there and. Would have been nice to see him do a full weekend. Would have been nice to see the majority of the guys do a full weekend as well. But yeah, we are. Mate, he had a, he had two back to back lasts. I know, like they're thirty nines, but obviously Jason Smith wasn't in the field. That's tough. That's a you end the day in dead in the, with a dead last finish. You start the next day with a dead last finish. That bounce back ability. <laughs> that's a, it's not non-existent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it really. Anything else to add? Yeah, that's the. Uh, that's the summary of the 2023 games. Um, obviously, it's a bit of a lull now um, until Rogue, and that's end yeah. of October. So we've yeah. got a few weeks till then still. 
Um, I'm sure we can cook up some uh, fun little um, shows covering different topics, um, creating a business plan for CrossFit. <laughs> that might be a good one. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, we could do some different. Like, we might put a little poll out on the Instagram, see what people uh, who want us to talk about. Give maybe. people what they want to hear. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll also do a poll on what we think Mr. Hosking's uh, forfeit should be for losing the predictions test. <laughs> yeah, we'll make it. Uh, well, yeah, you'll see. You can you can uh, put a few ideas out. I'm not too fast. Just put something out there. Twenty minute imam of. 15 cal row 80 double unders that's fine that's, 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 <laughs> i can assure you that's not the limitation <laughs> uh that'll be gucci um but yeah we'll do something like that uh but yeah that's pretty much it um yeah don't really know what else adds where do you think the games is going uh, i think we've seen it haven't we oh I did. I actually, I haven't watched the rest of the Barbell Spin episode. I think they were going to talk about it, but I've not seen where's it. Where's it going? I just uh, heard it was either Texas some... or Florida, but I might be wrong. Um, let me have a look. I think I saw somebody post it because they got a ticket notification about the games next year, and it was oh, really, <laughs> yeah. Um, can't be that memorable then if you were struggling to remember i think it was san, it san antonio texas right san antonio okay. in texas fair enough so it's probably texas yeah. it's a bit odd that like, they're doing both major events in tech like i would say rogue is the second major event now um so both in texas but taxes mate taxes yeah that's gonna say like financially makes sense so if they can afford to do it there and they can put on a good show yeah. doesn't matter too much but i I love how they're moaning about Madison being hot. I'm pretty sure Texas is going to be even hotter. So, yep. Yeah. Well, uh, like, hopefully, what it means is that it works out a little bit better for us in that uh, all the events will have to be very early in the morning or very late at night. Well, if they're late at night, it doesn't work out well for us. <laughs> no, well, you can watch you, them in the you morning. You're staying right? up till, yeah. Um, but yeah, true. We shall see. Mm. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I quite like watching it during the day. So, like when like well not day but you know it's like six o'clock here i suppose when the main events are starting yeah yeah it, it definitely means i'm slightly more productive and i can just wipe out my evening as opposed to um what happens when it's on a similar time zone and it like like the ashes for example uh mm. you know starting at 11 o'clock in the day i get maybe two hours of work done before yeah true um, true um, and also, well, it depends if they're getting rid of the age groups and the teens and all that jazz. Yeah, very true. Um, yeah. Separate competition, which is not a bad thing, just separate competitions, but it will definitely yeah. affect the on-site experience, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. It loses 100%. the festival if teams. I wonder if they do teams as well. If I want, Maybe. I wonder if they scrap that and make that a separate thing. Who knows? Because separate competition potentially in the off season, which means you can get more individuals doing it. I think that'd be very interesting. Yeah, but then, yeah, they could do that. But then, if it's in the off season, there wouldn't be class. People would like wouldn't class it as like you know the biggest team event, like to crown the fittest team. Um, but yeah, we shall see. Lots of changes again. Go CrossFit. <laughs> will we go through it's three another, years of yeah, it it's being the same i think we have had a three-year spell because you could argue 16 17 18 was the most normal three-year spell 
but we still change yeah. venues. So are we going to go through yeah. three years where nothing changes and the venue stays the same and all, but I just don't think that's ever going to happen. No, um, no, I agree. But hey, it's part of the brand. Unknown and knowable, constantly varied. That's the business model. That's the way it goes. So you can't you can't fault the business culture. They, they are true to no. it. Yeah, so, they are very much. Uh, yeah, can't can't fault them. Cool. Right, that's it for this week. Uh, we shall see you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye.